Are you a driven, ambitious go-getter who knows that your life was made for more? You have this God-given stirring in you to do big things and know that your network marketing business plays a role in fulfilling that purpose? If so, you're in the right place. Hi friend, welcome to the Legacy Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Monique Scripp, wife, mom of three boys, speaker, and top business coach for network marketers. I'm also the co-creator of the course Multiply 2.0, a 12-week coaching program for those who want to scale their business in a sustainable way. I've worked with some of the top teams in direct sales to help them get results, and I'm here to help you. What if your purpose was beyond your paycheck and rank, but you were being positioned to leave a legacy through leading your team? I am on a mission to show you how network marketing can be done differently, how you have a life-changing platform, how you can overcome your roadblocks, have systems for success, and to give you the bold confidence to become the legacy leader. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. We are on episode 76, and we're going to talk about the difference between proactive versus reactive living. So I have had this episode um, planned out for a while now, and I'm really excited to dive into this because I think this is a concept that some people don't even think about. Like you may not even have considered that you are living in this reactive state. And you also may not have considered the fact that this may be the thing that is making your life challenging and that is making it harder for you. So what are we talking about today? When it comes to proactive versus reactive living, what that means is if you think about stress and the things that cause stress into your life, there are things that we cannot control. So there are things that may come up. There are illnesses that may happen. There are life circumstances that may happen. There are deaths that may happen. There are things that come up that we have no control over that cause stress in our life, that cause stress in your life. And then there are other things that cause stress in your life because you are poorly managing your life. You are poorly managing your time. You are not planning ahead. You are not being proactive. You're allowing things to just come at you. And then you're like, this happened and that happened and this happened. And sometimes the problem is you. Okay. I'm just being honest. Sometimes the problem, sometimes the problem is you. And so if you look at your life and you feel like things are chaotic. So if you missed last week's episode, I talked about four ways to overcome overwhelm. So if you missed episode 75, I would say go back and listen to that because I hit on some of that. But today I really want to expand in more detail, specifically on proactive versus reactive living. So if you think about the difference between leadership, some people think leadership and management is the same thing. It's not. So if you think about leadership versus management, this is something we teach in our program is if somebody is just managing, okay, if somebody is a manager, then what they're doing is they're taking what's already there and they're really just kind of keeping it afloat, right? You're managing what you have versus if you are somebody who is a leader, if you are leading, you have a destination, you have a vision, you have a purpose, you have intention, you have a roadmap, you have a plan, a strategy, all of that because you are a person of leadership, in leadership. And so 
The same thing goes with proactive versus reactive living is, are you in this state where you are simply managing your life? You are managing the things that come at you, or are you someone who is proactive? So we live in a household where I have two boys who play football. I have one who's the quarterback at his high school. I have another who plays on his middle school team and my husband played football. And so there's a lot of football talk in our house. So at the dinner table, it's very common that Matt is, you know, talking about their upcoming game or giving them strategies or talking through things with them um, regarding football. So in football, there is the offense and there's the defense. And so if you think about football, if you think about a team, they're really doing two things is they're either on the defense where they are managing what comes at them. They're responding and reacting to what comes at them, or they are on the offense where they have strategy, they have plays, they're proactive. And so some of you may be sitting here thinking, why am I not being successful in my business? Why am I struggling? Why is it so hard. And sometimes we have to be honest with ourselves. I had to do this for myself. So we are sitting in August of 2022. And I have recently had some revelations about my own business. So when I look at my business, um, as far as coaching, 2020 was a great year. Okay. If you are a network marketing coach and we go into a pandemic, okay. I was already doing, I was pretty much doing about 80% zoom calls and then probably 20% in-person leadership trainings before the pandemic. And so when the pandemic hit and I'm already working with network marketers, I'm doing mainly zoom calls. And so it was, it was good for business. 2021, same thing. There was this huge influx into the network marketing industry great year. I felt like, I don't want to say it was easy because I'm very intentional and purposeful in my work. So I don't want to say it was just easy, but I felt like I showed up, I did what I needed to do in my business and I had in return business. Okay. So in 2022, I look at 2022 and it feels like it's been harder. It feels like I have been doing significantly more work for the same return. And so I've started to self-evaluate. And that's one thing I always talk about is having your own self-awareness and the ability to self-evaluate and be honest with yourself about, okay, if I am, if you're either not getting the results that you want, or you feel like it's harder, your life is harder than what you want it to be, then ask yourself why. Okay. So there are a couple things. So when I look at 2022 and the year is not over, okay, it is not over yet. But when I look at 2022 and I'm like, man, it just seems like I'm putting in twice the work for the same results that I got previously. And why is that? Okay. When I look at this and I ask myself an honest assessment, there's a few things that have gone on. So I've had some distractions. There are some things that we put in place um, we opened up a low ticket offer and we realized it wasn't a good fit. So we removed that. So that probably took a couple months of distraction from my flow. Um, I also homeschooled one of my boys um, at the end of last year. That was a, I don't want to say a distraction, but it took away from my business focus. Okay. And then the other thing I recognized was, I was like, Monique, you have moved into management mode. Like there were several things in my business that instead of me being proactive and planning ahead, I had these distractions. There were a few distractions that came up, not just those, but there was these distractions that had come up. And so I had shifted 
into a reactive state. Like, okay, when this happens, how am I going to react to it? Um, instead of planning ahead and being strategic and being proactive in my business. And so when I realized that, I was like, okay, what do I need to put in place to be able to do that? So I'm going to give you some of the things that I personally have started doing that I want to encourage you when you look at your business, if you feel like you are working so much harder than what you need to, if you feel like you are making your life harder, then you probably are not being proactive. You're probably being reactive and responding to things versus having a strategy to do that. Okay. Something as simple. So in my own business, I, I recognized I was doing this with my social media content. Okay. Before I would be really good about batching, planning ahead. And then I recognized that for part of the year, I was like, oh, it's Monday. Like, what am I posting today? It's Tuesday. What am I posting today? Versus going back to having that strategy and having that plan. And that is something we teach in our program. So in our Multiply 2.0 program, one of the things that you get in our coaching is you get 12 weeks of social media content. And the reason is because we teach you in our program to be proactive. We, we do not teach you to just be reactive, like, ah, whatever you feel like posting, post it. And however you feel about social media, it honestly does not matter because it is a tool for building your business. And so if you sit there and you let your emotions like, oh, I don't love social media or the algorithms or all this, like you've got to let that go because if you are building a business in 2022, you need to be using social media. If you're not, you are going to stunt your growth. So I recognize that posting became harder because I was not planning it the way that I was planning it before. Same thing with our emails is I was not planning and having an email strategy in the way that I was before. And so if you think about, you know, what are those things that in your own business and in your own life that you can be proactive, okay, you can push forward. So I'm giving you that football analogy of instead of being in the defense and just responding to what's happening and like, oh, today's Wednesday, what do I need to do today? In my business, no, you go into your day, you go into your week and you have a plan. You go into your life and you have a plan. Probably a lot of you, not everybody, but probably a lot of you that I'm speaking to are moms. And so this also applies to your household. Like when you look at your, your week, you say, okay, I talked about this in the last episode. So if you missed episode 75, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that. But I talked about this um, as far as stopping and planning out your week and looking at, okay, what do we have going on this week? Who needs to be where at what time? Do I need to plan ahead? I just this morning, I was talking to the boys about, um, I said, oh, I didn't realize that this game that we have is way across town. And so that's going to factor into picking up this other kid. You know, like those types of things that it's like, okay, have you stopped and looked at every single thing that you have going on, every single thing that you're responsible for? And do you have a plan? Do you have a strategy? Do you need to ask for help? Do you need to delegate something? Do you need to leave earlier? Okay. Being late is not something that is, um, you cannot be a victim to being late all the time. It is because of poor planning. Okay. I'm just going to be honest. If you have a problem with being on time places, it is not your kid's fault. It is not the traffic's fault. It is not the train's fault. It is because you are poorly managing your time. If you are struggling to build your business and you're struggling to um, bring people on, it's because 
you are not sharing. You don't have a strategy and a plan to be able to do that. And so um, I'm going to give you some things that I really encourage you to systemize. And by, by systemize, I really mean to figure out ways that you can have a plan, a system, putting systems in place. So I did an episode back in 2021, episode 34, and it's four life hacks for systemizing your life. So if you're looking for systems, that's a great episode to go back and listen to, episode 34, but have systems in place for certain things. Okay, so I'm going to give you some things to be proactive in ways that you can make your life easier by being intentional and purposeful in doing it. Okay, when it comes to your finances, plan ahead. Do not be reactive. I said in the last episode that Christmas is not an emergency, okay? So when Christmas comes and you're like, oh my goodness, we spent all this money on these toys or whatever for our family, it's not an emergency. It's not, I mean, it's not something that's unexpected. You know that it is coming. So how can you plan financially? Like if you are, look, if you know, okay, I've got these kids and in however many years they're going to go to college, start talking about it, start planning it, start coming up with a strategy and a plan. If you have people who are going to start driving, that's the stage we're in, and you know that you're going to be purchasing a car, how can you start planning ahead? How can you create a strategy and all of those things in order to be um, proactive with your finances? So we have people who We'll meet with us for consultation calls for our program, our 12-week Multiply 2.0 program. And they're like, okay, I need to figure out a way to put this in my budget to be able to do. We run it, at this point, we're running it twice a year. So the next one will be January 12th of 2023. It's going to be our next round of Multiply 2.0. If you know, hey, I really want to invest in coaching because I know if I invest in coaching, I'm going to have this huge return in my business then create a plan, create a strategy. It does not just happen. Oftentimes people think, and this might be you, as you may be thinking, okay, six months down the road, I'm going to be in a much better position financially. Here's the reality. If you do not create a plan, you won't. You're going to still be in a reactive state. You're going to still be in the same position. And I know this because I'm consistently working with people, consistently talking to people about their business. And I may talk to someone and then check in with them a year later and they have not, they've not done anything in their business differently. And so your financial state does not change. It cannot change. Okay. And another thing when it comes to your finances, as far as being proactive. So when we got married, so Matt and I got married in 2011. And literally the week of our wedding, the week that we got married, my husband's job had um, a layoff. And so Matt lost his job within that uh, time frame. And so we literally went into marriage um, with one job. You know, I was working in the insurance industry and I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. When you, as you are job searching, I said, I am going to bust my butt. Do, I was in sales. So I said, okay, I'm going to do what I can to compensate. And I said, also, um, I'm going to look at ways that we can save. So I went through our um, bills and said, okay, what can we cut back on or whatever? Um, and then I also was like, I am going to start couponing. Okay. So this is in 2011. I started every Sunday. I'll get the Sunday paper. I would spend time. I would literally have like, I had this, or this organizer, this coupon organizer, I would spend time pulling out all these coupons, right? Cutting all these coupons and 
Same thing with um, when we would go to the grocery store. So Kroger, where we live, they send out these weekly, uh, I don't know, monthly, I guess, coupons. And so I was, I went to, um, I guess I overnight became a couponer. Okay, I never really couponed before, but all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to start couponing, see where we can save. So I start couponing and we do this for a little bit and he gets a job right away. So that was handled. But um, I started to realize like I would take these coupons and it would be like 50 cents off of this, 25 cents off of this, a dollar off of this. And I realized I was like, you know what? I am not really, we're not really getting ahead by coupon. Okay. We're just managing, you know, a couple dollars here, a couple dollars there on our grocery bill or, you know, at a restaurant or something like that. But we're really not moving forward. We're not getting ahead. And I had this aha moment. This is several years ago. I had this aha moment. I said, what if I literally took the time that I took to coupon that it took me to sit down, to get the paper out, to cut through, you know, different coupons, to organize it. What if I took all of that time and instead I created another stream of income? Okay, it clicked with me early on that I'm just managing and trying to save a little bit here and there. And there's nothing wrong with saving. There's nothing wrong with couponing. But I recognized, okay, if I'm really wanting to increase my income, I have the skill set and resources, and this is something I want to encourage you guys to think about, is what kind of skills do you have? If you have skills that can be monetized, stop wasting time cutting coupons and go make some money, okay? And that is what I did. So I've, you know, I've, I've had, I've been in two different companies with the network marketing industry, one that went out of business, and then um, a second one whenever I left my insurance job. And so I recognize the value of if I took my time and built something up versus trying to just manage, okay? So right now, okay, I'm gonna give you an example. If today something came up, let's say our air conditioner went out and I was like, okay, uh, that's gonna be $10,000. We need to have an additional $10,000 to pay for this air conditioner, okay? If that happened, let me tell you what I would do, honestly. I would probably within a week figure out, okay, how many clients do I need to bring on? Who do I need to reach out to? How can I add this many clients on in the next week in order to pay that $10,000? Or how can I create a, um, you know, an offer or train somebody or offer to speak somewhere or, you know, offer to train teams? Like that is what I would do. I, instead of being like, oh, what can we cut? How can we cut and pay this off? And here's what tip people typically think. Okay, $10,000 unexpected expense. All right, what can we cut and how can we pay that off over the next year? That's what a typical mindset would go to that versus that's a reactive mindset versus if you have a proactive stance, you could say, okay, how can I make money right now? What can I monetize right now in order to come up with $10,000? So in your network marketing business, how many people can you add to your team? How many products can you sell? Can you do a big sale? Can you do a live event? Can you do a webinar? Like what can you put together to come up with that income? And I'm really, really challenging you guys to think about this because we live in a state where you can make money from your phone. 
I'm so passionate about this because this has been a game changer for our family. Okay. So on September the 15th, I am doing a live masterclass. It's going to be free and it's called how to leave a legacy through coaching. And basically it is going to teach you, it's a one hour training. So it's at 12 PM central time on Thursday, September 15th. I will link it in the show notes, but it is teaching you how to monetize your gifts, how to monetize your talents and how to make money from your phone. And so if you are a network marketer, you already have something right there that you can build and you can grow and you can make money. You also may have a skill set that can be turned into coaching. And that can be turned into a course or can be turned into a program. Or you, I've got somebody I talked to recently who she's like, hey, people ask me all the time about this. So I'm going to locally do a class and I'm going to charge people for this class. You can do things like that to be proactive. Stop being reactive and start figuring out creative ways that you can be smart with your finances. Okay. The next one is to be proactive with your schedule. Schedule in things that you enjoy first. Schedule in your self-care first. Schedule in the things that you say, hey, I need this day off. If you know, hey, we're going into a launch or we're going into whatever it is and you say, okay, I'm gonna first go ahead and schedule a day off before I go into this or after I go after we go through this. Schedule in that margin first and then start putting in the things involved with your business, with your family. If you know, hey, we're having this new product launch, put, create a content planner, create a calendar, start scheduling those things. There typically is going to require a 90-day lead into something new that you are doing. So if your company is having a new product, oftentimes it's going to take you that long or it's going to take um, clients and customers that long to continue to watch your content before they purchase. And so if you are like, hey, why is it, why is it that um, you know, I'm sharing today and somebody's not ready to buy tomorrow? It's because it takes them a little bit. It takes them a while for that trust to build, for them to see you as an authority, for them to see your consistency. So that is one of the reasons why you have to be proactive in planning ahead with those kinds of things. All right, the next thing that I encourage you to systemize is your meals and your exercise regimen. So one of the things we teach in our program, in our Multiply 2.0 program, is something called the Sharp 5 Roadblocks, okay? It's a concept that means, basically, when you are in a position of feeling stuck, when you feel stuck in your business, go back to the Sharp 5 Roadblocks and identify which of these things is keeping me stuck. So Sharp stands for... Each letter stands for something, but seeking approval is the S. The H is harboring anger. The A is anxiety or fear. Um, S-H-A, the R is relationships or relationship issues. And the P is physical health. So your physical health is a part of your business success. If you are not taking care of yourself physically, it will bleed into your business or it will require you to stop. So instead of being reactive, reactive meaning, okay, here's an example of reactive. A reactive response is, okay, I went to the doctor and all of a sudden I have high blood pressure and I have this and I have that and I have, you know, all these things going on. That is a react. So how am I going to manage it? That is a reactive response. How am I going to manage what has already happened to me versus 
having a proactive plan and say, I'm going to really be um, intentional about getting my fruits and vegetables in every day. I'm going to be intentional about setting my alarm 30 minutes early to move my body. I'm going to be intentional about meal prepping on the weekends, or at least having some things that are easy, quick things that are um, I can grab throughout my day that are healthy options. That is being proactive versus reactive. Okay, so this is so funny. I had um, my kids, I teach this concept to my kids. We've had this conversation about planning ahead because they are naturally very reactive. And so um, I was talking to them about this. And one of our systems that we have in our household is every night after dinner, we have a routine, okay? So um, one of the kids uh, sweeps the house, clears off the dinner table, sweeps the house. The other two boys are in charge of dishes and um, unloading, reloading the dishwasher. And so after they finish their dinner chores, then everybody makes their lunch for the next day. So um, all three of the boys are responsible for, they tell me what they want from the store, the grocery store. They make their own lunch every night after dinner. They put it in the refrigerator and they have to remember to take it to school the next morning. So of course, there have been several times where my kids have forgotten their lunch and one of my rules is if you forget your lunch, you are not like, you're going to have to wait till three o'clock. Um, I do not bring lunch to school. That is their responsibility. And I really try hard to put my kids, um, to give them a sense of responsibility and a sense of natural consequences. So on Monday, I opened the refrigerator. So I work from home. I go to have lunch. I open the refrigerator and I see that, um, there is a lunch in the refrigerator. And I was like, oh my goodness, I know that my child uh, left their lunch. He is not, and I also knew he had football practice. I said, oh my goodness, he's gonna be so hungry uh, because he left his lunch. So I pick him up from school and I said, hey buddy, I said, are you hungry? I said, I know you forgot your lunch today. And he goes, oh no, mom, I did not forget my lunch. He said, I actually planned ahead and made two lunches so that tomorrow I would not have to pack my lunch. And I was just like literally jaw on the floor. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, are you serious that you planned? He's like, yeah, I'm starting to plan ahead. And I went ahead and decided to start packing or to start making two lunches at one time. And so, you know, it's interesting because my friend Shay talks about more is caught than taught. And also, if you guys do not know Shay, I'm going to put a plug in for Shay. Shay is a, um, she is a network marketer and she's also a coach for moms. If you do not follow her, go look her up on Instagram. It's Shay Greenwood. Um, and she has a lot of style tips, a lot of, um, practical tips for moms anyway, but I went through, so in 2020, she actually coached me. And one of the things she taught me was more is caught than taught. And it's this concept that your kids are watching you. So you can say whatever it is you want to say, but at the end of the day, they're watching you. They're observing what you are doing. And so Devin, my child who had made two lunches, um, had been watching. He's been watching that I do this often. I meal prep. I'll say, hey, I've got, you know, three or four lunches in the refrigerator for the week so that if I get busy, if I'm going from one Zoom call to the next, I can stop and already have that planned ahead. And so I just think it's interesting that, you know, he he re recognized and realized I can make my life easier if I stop and I plan for two days versus one day. So how can you be doing that with your meals and with your exercise regimen? All right, the next thing I would encourage you to systemize 
is your social media content. Plan your social media content. Do not try to do it just flying by the seat of your pants. And I'm telling you this from experience is the days or the weeks that I try to do that, it's more stressful. It adds stress to my life because I don't have a plan. I don't have a strategy. And also it gets in the way of your sales because when you have a strategy, it's streamlined. Like if you're talking about a certain thing, oftentimes you're leading up to something or you're purposeful and intentional in your content and having it really lead to a sale or lead to that new person who is joining your team. So if you do not have your social media content, I would encourage you to really look into Multiply 2.0. It's our 12-week group coaching because we give you this. We give you 12 weeks of literally exactly what to post in your social media. So the next thing I would encourage you to do is have a system for your sleep. So this falls within the physical health and the, you know, taking care of yourself physically, but turn your phone off, have a plan. That's like, okay, at this time I am turning my phone off. I am putting my phone in another room. I am having a plan for going to bed at this time and waking up at this time. Your sleep is important. And oftentimes people are more stressed because you're not sleeping enough and you're trying to get so many more things done on a lack of sleep instead of saying and recognizing that your body physically needs recharging. And so you need to be proactive with that. And then the last thing I would encourage you to do when it comes to systems of being proactive is to have a 24 hour rule. Okay, 24 hour rule. This is something we have in our house. I have shared this on a previous podcast, but a 24 hour rule is our kids know that we plan ahead. And they know that if they ask to do something at the last minute, like, hey, can we do this today? Or, hey, can I go home with this kid? Or can we, you know, whatever. The answer is always no, because we have a plan. Every day we have a plan. We are not flying by the seat of our pants. We're not, we're not changing the plan. We're not adding things. And here's really the purpose is we're in a season where, and I know our life is a little bit probably overscheduled, but. I'm just telling you the situation. We are in a season where every single day, Monday through Friday, we have something involving our kids between therapy, between football, between Bible studies, youth group. We literally Monday through Friday have something every day. And so if we are already going into the day, and this is just the season we're in right this moment, but if we're already going into the day and Matt and I are working full-time or part-time hours for, on my part. And then we have school pickup and we have homework and we have dinner and we have something else. And you want to add something in that adds stress to me. Okay. That adds stress. I do not want added stress. Okay. If you would like for me to take you to the store or take you to go get this or get that, or to do this, we'll plan ahead and we will do it the next day, or we will do it, you know, a 24 hour rule where we plan ahead. This also goes for you with your commitments, because some of you may be like, you know, somebody says something or they share something or they ask something of you. Hey, could you help me with this? Or could you do this? Or can we meet at this time? And you say yes, instead of stopping and giving yourself 24 hours to make that decision. I literally just did this. 
I literally just made this mistake where I was like, oh man, I was so excited about something. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh no, I can't keep that commitment, you know, because I recognized, oh wow, this is going to take a lot more time than what I initially thought. So if you force yourself, when somebody asks something of you, if you force yourself to say, oh, thank you so much for thinking of me, give me a day and I will get back with you with an answer. If you give yourself 24 hours to really think about, is this a priority in your life? Is this something that's in alignment with what you want to do? It will force you to slow down and say, if you are saying yes to this, you want it to be an absolute yes. You don't want it to be something you say yes to and then you resent or it cuts into your business hours or it leaves no margin in your day. You want it to be something where you feel really confident and really sure about what you are going into. Okay, so I hope that this episode blessed you today. I hope you can be thinking about what are some ways that you can be proactive versus reactive. I would love for you to share this on Instagram. Connect with me on Instagram at Monique Script Coaching. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to the Legacy Leader Podcast. If this episode blessed you, can I ask you to leave a five-star review and share on Instagram and Instagram stories? You can tag me at at Monique Script Coaching, and you may be part of our weekly giveaway. For more ways for us to connect, go to moniquescript.com.